Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I praise my God. Thank you, Father, for you are merciful. Praise God. Then we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that your word says that you are ever so merciful and you are ever willing to renew your mercy for us every morning. You do not hold back your grace. You are ever willing to give and you keep on giving. And you call each of us by name to be with you every single day. Not just in the morning, but throughout the day. You quicken us in our spirit that we are able to come to you for unless you quicken, we cannot. You have carved us on the palm of your hands. And so we know, Father, that you will never forget us. No matter what happens, no matter where we are. You are always with us. And as Jesus said, even unto the end of time. We thank you, Lord, for that unending, everlasting love and the peace and the joy that you pour into our lives, into our hearts. The revelation, the knowledge and the understanding that you are ever willing to share. And you gave us your spirit who makes it all real to us, who gives us an understanding of what it really means and how to apply it in our lives so that when we apply that truth, that applied truth sets us free. We share that same peace and that same joy, Lord, all that same grace that you pour over us, the robe of righteousness that covers all our sins. We want that same thing for every brother and every sister that is part of this prayer meeting, that is part of this praying family, that is a beneficiary of every prayer request that is made on this group, that same quickening on them, Father even on those that have no one to pray for them. We want to share it with all those that are Christians and have not personally encountered you, yet you are not real to them. You are still a religion. And we share it with all those that do not want to know you. They may have had bitter experiences. Or lies been told to them that have turned them away. But we know, Father, they're still your children and your heart still pains for them and longs for them. So we pray for their quickening as well, that their steps be turned towards you. All the veil of lies before their eyes be torn down. That that same truth be revealed to them as well. And set them free. And so as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name the great I am, the one who is the lifter and the preserver of men, the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, who dwells in the midst of the cherubim, above the mercy seat. That's the meeting place. And you call us there, Father. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who points us to you, the one who came to restore that relationship with the father, the lion of Judah, the rider on the white horse who leads us in battle, the king of kings, the lord of hosts, 
the one who was, who is, and who is to come, and in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of light and life, the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. That same spirit who is the creator, the hand of God that created the universe at the spoken word. And he now dwells within our body. He has made his tabernacle within us and gives life to our mortal body, raises us up from being dead in the flesh to now being alive in the spirit. Who leads us onwards towards the kingdom of the father, towards eternity. The one who changes times and seasons. He is the one that makes Romans 8 verse 28 become real in our circumstance. The breath of the Father who quickens us. That we are charged to hear from him, to receive revelation, to receive direction. And to receive manifestation of every prayer that we make with pure intention in the spirit. When we release our faith. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your spirit and your word. You have given us the gift of prayer, your legal system to authorize you to step into our circumstance here on earth and to turn it around. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with angels, with destiny, help us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, with every resource from heaven, even to the point that you're willing to bankrupt heaven just that we might be successful here on earth, just for the sake of our relationship with you, just that we might have a life of abundance and dominion, just that we might be reconformed and reconfigured to your image and likeness, the way you wanted us to be, the way you created us in the first instance when you first made Adam, covered in your glory. We thank you, Father, for your love that everlasting love of a father. And as we pray this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, and every person that prays with this prayer meeting, either in the live session or in the recording as well, and every member of their family, and everyone associated with them, by the precious blood of Jesus. And also herald the power in our words, just as is given in the word of God, which is the will of the Father. In Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower, and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths. When we release it in faith, it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it in the mighty and holy name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for giving us the power of that word. And we remember before we speak that life and death is in the power of our tongue and we choose life, Father. We choose you. So we speak your word. 
in Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. While teaching on the Beatitudes, Jesus taught us, Blessed are the poor, sorry, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Let's reflect on this. What does it mean to be pure in heart? It is not about being spiritual or being religious. Simple purity of heart. Let's look at what the word says. Titus 1 verse 15 says, To the pure all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving nothing is pure. But both their minds and their consciences are defiled. So this tells us what is not pure. It is a defiled or a corrupt mind and conscience. That is what is not pure. And the opposite of that is obviously what purity stands for. Proverbs 21 verse 8 says, The way of the guilty is crooked, but the conduct of the pure is upright. So mind and a conscience that is not corrupt and conduct that is upright. These are characteristics of a pure heart. Further, 1 Peter 1 verse 22 says, Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. So it is the intent, the honest intent behind loving others. A heart that loves your neighbor, your brother, your sister in general. And loves according to Jesus' commandment sincerely, where he said, love your neighbor as yourself. Being honest and sincere to that extent in that love and not making a show of it, but having different intents in the heart. And like Jesus put it, one in whom no guile is found. He said that of Nathaniel in John 1 verse 47. And to have no guile. Now, when we speak of guile, the first appearance of guile in the Bible is we see the serpent beguiled Eve with deceit. So one that does not have that deceit in the heart is one that is free from guile. It means to be free from deceit, from cunning, from hypocrisy, from dishonesty in your thoughts and in your actions. What is on your heart is consistent with what is on your lips. One that does not think wickedness and make sweet talk, but is sincere and true. Going back to the, the, the incident with Nathaniel in John chapter 1, when Philip said to Nathaniel, we have found the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. And as soon as he said Nazareth, Nathaniel said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth having some experience of what the people of Nazareth were really capable of. And he was being honest. What was in his heart was also on his lips. The words didn't differ from his thoughts. And so Jesus, that's when Jesus said, he is indeed an Israelite, one in whom there is no guile. He spoke the truth. 
So it is not about being blameless. It is not about being sinless, but rather being genuine in your thoughts. One might have sin, but might also be willing to accept and confess it and stand up for what mistakes he or she may have made. That is a heart without guile. Honesty before God. For when we look at what he does, Proverbs 16 verse 2 says, The Lord weighs the spirit. And what he's really looking to see is, is there any deceit in it? Or is it pure? It could be weighed down by mistakes, but can still be pure and genuine. And so what does the Bible say will happen to them? It says, they shall see God. Now here he does not mean literally seeing visions like Jacob saw, like some of the others have encounters, divine encounters and seeing God. So what does he mean by they shall see God? Let's look at what scripture says. Psalm 24 verse 4 and 5 says, He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. And that's another aspect of having a pure heart. Who detaches and stays away from being, from associating with anything that is false. Verse 5 says, he will receive blessings. So this is now one that has that pure heart. He will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Likewise, Psalm 73 verse 1 says, Truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. So what does it mean? It means they shall see the hand of God at work in their lives, his blessings and his righteousness as we see from Psalm 24. And they shall also see the goodness of God as we just saw in Psalm 73. They shall see his hand and they shall see his face. That is, they shall have his attention. Just like Jesus noticed Nathaniel among all the crowds, he only saw him and said, Indeed, one in whom there is no guile. And when they cry out to him in sincerity, he hears them. This has nothing to do with being a worship leader or a prayer warrior. All it takes is sincere intention, honesty in your heart, and holding on to that purity calling on to him in all sincerity. In closing, I'd like to pray Psalm 51, verse 10 over each of us. I'd like us to have that as our prayer today. If there is one thing we need, Lord, it is a pure heart. So Psalm 51, verse 10 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. A steadfast spirit within me, Lord. One that is not shaky. One that does not doubt. One that holds on to convictions. Based on what we know and understand from the word. And what the Holy Spirit has made real to us. And we do not let anyone else tell us anything. 
and believe on anything else otherwise. Create in us a pure heart, Father, that what is on our heart is also on our lips. And whatever is in our heart has been conditioned and put there based on what we know from your word, based on what the Holy Spirit teaches us. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our friends and our family. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day, those that, have, that are hospitalized, that have recently undergone and may undergo any kind of procedures or surgeries this day. We thank you, Father, for the successful surgeries. We thank you for the healing. We thank you for healing all those that we are praying for that have emotional hurt as well, Lord, this day. And healing in the spirit too, that there is a restoration and there is renewal, there is rebuilding in their lives. We pray for all families that are facing division, separation. The enemy seeks to steal that peace and joy from their lives. We raise them up at your altar today, Lord. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds that have kept them limited in any way, including all kinds of addictions and compulsions. But in a bigger way, those that are kept ignorant of your will and word, those that are kept busy with work, with life, with everything else and have no time to pray. Those that are kept prayerless. Those that are kept poor. That every chain that holds your people in bondage, Father, we declare it broken. We curse the source of that chain, the spiritual wickedness behind it. We declare those chains broken under the authority of the name of Jesus. Let there be a release of your knowledge, your wisdom, your understanding, Father. That their eyes are open to see that truth. And they start applying that truth. That all of this is taken away. And the enemy has no power, not even an anchorage space on their lives. We pray also for all those members of our friend and family circle that are not yet saved this day. Quicken them, O oh Lord, that they are charged to hear from you in the spirit. That they might call on your name and just as your word in Joel chapter 2 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall not end up in shame, but they shall be delivered. We raise up our own personal needs as well, Father. Those of our families, our friends. Those of our prayer group. That our prayer intentions rise from being only for about physical needs to grow to spiritual needs. That our journey be mapped not from physical prosperity only, but to the realm of achieving the likeness and image in which you made us.
Jesus created, Jesus showed us what that template looks like through his life so that we might copy him, that we might follow him. Which is why he came saying, follow me. Do as I do. Father, as we raise all these, our prayers and our intentions at your altar today, we put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for our lives this day. As we plead the blood of Jesus over every member and every family, over everyone that is part of this ministry, Lord, we declare divine protection through that hedge around their lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each one of these and to protect and keep them safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disaster. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement, Jesus said, my Father in heaven will do that for you. We know that that prayer is made under an open heaven. That prayer in faith must come back as an answered prayer. We believe, Lord, we open our hearts and we receive it in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you're asking with the intention of interceding for others. That is why that gift is given. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Make sure you're praying in the spirit. Let it not come from the flesh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture being given today is from 1 Thessalonians 3, 11 to 13. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all people as we do to you. So that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat, and this is from Philippians 4, verse 8, quoted from the English Standard Version that says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
if you are benefiting from these reflections and as you prayed today if there was one person that came to mind that needs to hear this reflection please go to our youtube channel it's posted there we shall also share it on our telegram group share that with that recording the link with that person today itself this morning let their lives be blessed too can share it with your family and friends is also brother savio's powerful reflections he shared a very wonderful reflection yesterday about his experience with the mango tree and the seed and so i'd recommend going on to our telegram group and reading that if you are not a member of the telegram group look to the description of this uh, video that you will see on youtube you see a link there to join the telegram group as well so please share those reflections too he shares it on the telegram group and on our facebook page as well you can share those with your friends and family too i'd also like to invite uh, i also like you to invite your friends and family to join us for friday bible study session our topic this friday is praying in the holy spirit a very powerful topic a revelation on what it really means to be praying in the spirit we will learn in depth on what it means to pray in the spirit and we will learn that the holy spirit is our prayer partner our intercessor and he knows exactly what we need so that be a wonderful eye opener for those that are seeking a new dimension in your prayer get a closer understanding of how praying in the spirit works So we shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our Telegram group this morning. Please share those links and invite as many people as you can. We'd like to see a house full this Friday. And we thank the Lord for making it happen. I let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us. let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory we blessed and have a wonderful day everyone thank, thank you, you so god bless everyone bless everyone